Hello you. I have been thinking about you all recently. More to the point, I've been thinking about female friendships. So here are my musings recorded on International Women's Day 2023. I would love to hear what your thoughts are and whether you remember to celebrate your female friendships this International Women's Day. Hello, hello. Welcome to From Inside the Hive with me, Jane Galloway from Quiet the Hive. It's a chat with me today. So one of the shorter um, episodes that I intermingle alongside my fabulous guests. I'm recording this on International Women's Day 2023. So a very happy International Women's Day to you all. I kicked off my day by running a really heartening session actually with a group of women in the NHS Um, and we talked about imposter syndrome and inner critic and what of that is our responsibility to work on which I believe that we do have some responsibility to work on it but also what responsibility um, are we surrounded by in the environment and the workplaces in which we inhabit and there's a lot to be done there too. I always find myself thinking during March on the run up to International Women's Day, I always find myself reflecting on the women who have inspired, encouraged, nurtured, supported, challenged, championed me along my path um, and along my development, my journey, my education, my career, my growth beyond that, my personal life. And I find myself exceedingly thankful and grateful to all of those women who've played a part. I wrote a blog post, um, which was an ode (laughs) to female friendship, um, which is over on the blog. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, And I was reflecting how you will often hear me talk about tribe through Quiet Hive. I strongly believe that we are stronger together. W so stronger there. Um, but there is something for me around how, as women, we are so good at encouraging and challenging and respectfully pushing other people into moving outside of their comfort zone, trying something different, uh, saying yes where their instinct or their inner critic might tell them to say no. I think we're so good at doing that for each other and we're less good at doing it for ourselves. So for me, that whole concept of tribe is one of the things that is really integral to Quiet the Hive and to the way I work and the way I encourage others to connect and have accountability buddies and groups of friends that they can call on and support and be nurtured by and challenged by as well, that loving boot up the bum that I sometimes talk about as well. For me, our female friends are... Our, our most significant relationships, I guess, to some extent. And sometimes we don't nurture those in the way that we might think about nurturing more romantic relationships, for example. Um, you know, we, we quite often think about, well, I must spend more time with um, my romantic partner. We need, we need to organise date nights or whatever. And yet months and months can go by sometimes where we don't speak to the friends who have real significant meaning for us. So maybe at the end of this, I'll share some of the hints and tips I shared over on the blog about how I think we can nurture those relationships. Girlfriends and we, we change, you know, our our relationships 
with ourselves as well as with our girlfriends changes over time. You will have people who you have been deeply close to and deeply impacted by and affected by and had really, really strong, rich relationships who you no longer even necessarily know where they live anymore. You might not know their addresses anymore. But they shaped and moulded you into part of the person you are now. And there's something about how we should be grateful for those relationships and not mourn them or see them as failures, but actually celebrate them for being really what they needed to be at the time. I I don't know if you can hear the smile in my voice. I'm thinking about people who were perhaps more uh, peripheral friends who really brought me great joy and I had lots of fun with and had experiences that maybe I wouldn't have been able to be brave enough to do on my own, for example, which is is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, And I have friends who meant so very much to me and I was so close with when I was younger and we've drifted apart and actually at the time I'm thinking about a particular friendship at the time that was really really hard and it took me many years to realize that it was okay to have outgrown that friendship and it is okay to do that you know we're not the same and you've heard me say this before we're not the same person we were last week let alone 10 15 20 years ago and I think there's something about really celebrating and showing gratitude for those relationships and how they have changed us. And of course, we don't just make friends when we're younger. We think sometimes about the friendships we've made when we're younger. You know, I'm still friends with um, people from school. I'm thinking about Jenny, particularly we met when we were 12, I think, in French class, possibly. Um, But we're still great friends. And um, she knows lots and lots of things about me. So I can only ever be nice about her because she could blackmail me completely. You will have friends like that. I know you're I know you're thinking about who those friends for you are right now. There are others um, who so that's a that's a friendship that I've had for pretty much 35 years, which is incredible, really. She's been in my life longer than she's not been by quite a significant amount. Other friends I've made more recently as as a grown-up, and actually those are such joyful relationships because it's surprising and delightful to make new friends when you're older. Um, To make connections with people who have a shared experience or a shared outlook or shared values. There are people who I have become friends with in the last, let's say, five or ten years, who probably five years, who have hugely significant impact me impact on me um and there are people who will have been on your periphery who come into those central relationships and people who move out again and that's fine too there's something about the joy of old and new friendships that's really pleasurable I think to think about and there's something about age as well so the friends we make when we are younger through school tend to be friends who are the same age as us and might be going through the same life experiences at roughly the same sort of time um but as we get older and age matters less because of course when you're in school you don't 
you know the people above you, you don't need to know the people below you, you only hang out with the people in the same year. This may have changed quite significantly since I was in school, but that's clearly how it works when I when I was younger. Um, but now we don't we don't know each other's ages necessarily, and we connect through different things. So it's not age and sitting in alphabetical order that brings us together. Um, it's actually an interest or a hobby or maybe a friend in common that starts off a conversation and we find that we click. But actually, that can be so lovely too, to learn different things from people who are older or younger than you. Um, one of my closest friends who I've got really close to in sort of the last, I guess, four or five years or so, she's so much younger than me. She's nine years younger than me. Um, and it horrifies me every time I see her birth date written down, to be honest. But I'll forgive her. Um, but she's so much wiser than I am in so many ways. And there is so much that I have learned from her and can be thankful for from her. And actually, quite a number of my friends are younger than me. And I didn't really think about it until quite away into the friendship. We don't have those same age-related relationships as we might have done when we were younger. I think that we are thrown together in different ways as well. This is one of the things that Joe and I love about Your Life Less Ordinary is the friendships that are made there and how they are cemented and how quickly they are cemented actually. That sharing of vulnerability and being open, which I think we value more when we're older that creates bonds that are so deep so quickly and it's really delightful to see those bonds happen and develop and grow over time and become new long-standing friendships i have think i think i've mentioned this before that um one of my friends who i've known for many many years i think um 28 years something like that um so we were in university together she shared with me a story about how one falls in love many times with one's partner as they change and i think that's the same with friendships i think that as we change and as our friends change sometimes we're lucky enough to change together or the experiences that we go through are some things that bond us and sometimes those experiences we go through take us apart from friends sometimes we realize that actually a friendship might no might might no longer that's not correct english may no longer serve what we need and we may not be of service to that friendship either but what we hope is that as we grow and change and develop and have experience and that ebb and flow of our friendships, the thing that we can hope is that we grow together or that we cherish and nurture and are respectfully grateful to those friendships. I think that my female friends are the lovers of my... That was my speaker switching off, sorry. I think that my female friends are the lovers of my life, in all honesty. They're the people who know me best. If I put them together, their knowledge of me would be deeper than my knowledge of myself, I think. 
they are the people who will gently question me if I'm doubting myself, who will respectfully point out the flaws in my arguments or just plain tell me that I'm talking out of my backside if I need to. But they are also the people who will turn up on my doorstep with a bottle of wine and coach me through what I need coaching through, the people who will listen to me blub on the end of the phone without interrupting, the people who who are there at 3am. I'm curious about who your 3am friends are, the ones you can ring at three o'clock in the morning and you know that they will pick up and just say, what do you need? Not why have you rung me at this time? What do you need? And they will be there. And we all, I hope, have those friendships. And that is something that is deep and important about tribe. We have different tribes, right? We have um, the friends we have at work. People talk about work spouses, for example. The incredible relationships you can make at work sometimes where there is respectful challenge that you are able to offer different opinions and different perspectives and no one takes it personally it's seen as a constructive way to make your work or your product or or your outcomes for your clients whatever it is even better even stronger because you can come together in a way because you respect each other you trust each other and you have that incredibly useful challenge for each other you may have tribes that have grown up around the school gates for example that the connection you have is around the children that you take to and from school, whether you're caring for them or you're their parents, there may be that connection. Perhaps it's um, clubs, gyms, sports, hobbies. And maybe it's a collection of friends that have just grown up alongside you as you've grown and you've collected them along the way. There are friends who are the ones who you will always call if you just want to feel good about stuff. There are friends you will call when life is feeling hard and bringing you down and you need to have a good moan. There are friends who you want to ring and tell when good stuff happens. Who are those friends? I think our friendships give us so much. There is always ebb and flow to them. But I think we need to invest in our friendships. uh, In the way that we are encouraged to do in our romantic relationships. So in the blog, I share 12 um, tips, things you can do to nurture your friendships. And I am challenging myself in the next couple of weeks to pick a few of these and implement them. So I'm going to just pull out a couple, but there are a range from free ones, the cost of a stamp maybe, or completely free, um, up to more costly ones that perhaps you can save up for or combine with a birthday treat. But here are some of my ideas and I would love to hear yours and I would love to hear if you, if these were surprising for you, if you tried them out and what, what impact they had. Were your friends surprised, delighted, a little bit confused? Let me know, I'd love to hear. So hop on over to the blog to read the full list but here are a few. Write your friend a letter, not an email, an actual physical letter that takes time, that takes thought, that takes effort. Because not only will your love show through the effort you make, but also they have to stop what they're doing and read. So you're giving them a moment of time to themselves. 
One that um, I think we stop doing. I used to, I remember when I used to run home from school and um, the, the friend that I mentioned earlier, Jenny, we'd spend all day in school together and then we'd come home and then we'd be on the phone perhaps for another half an hour. Or I had a friend who I'd spend all weekend with and then we'd end up speaking for an hour on the Sunday afternoon after we'd spend all weekend together. That's you, Tess. Um, but ring people. We don't do that anymore. We worry about if it's the right time. I was delighted by one of my really close friends from uni, Hannah, ringing me the other day. And she said, I never know when's the right time to ring you. I never know if I'm going to disturb you. But she said to herself, actually, if she's busy, she'll tell me. And it was a perfect time. We had a really good chat and it was ages since I'd spoken to her on the phone. We don't speak to people on the phone anymore. So why not ring one of your friends? If they're busy, they'll tell you. Well, you can arrange another time to speak. How about if you live far apart, how about meeting halfway? So obviously, if you're in different countries, this might be more challenging, unless it's England and Wales, perhaps. But how about agreeing to meet halfway so that you're both committing to a two hour drive rather than one of you doing a four hour drive? Meet up, go for a walk, a wild swim, maybe go to a stately home and imagine living there. Bring a picnic Take your best gossip and go and spend some time together. Another one that I think perhaps we don't do often enough is offer to listen, really listen. Not the, oh gosh, that sounds awful and it happened to me and here's what I did. But just meet them there with open questions and active listening. Don't go automatically into solving mode. We love our friends and we want to solve their problems, but sometimes... The most generous and kind thing you can do is just listen. And if you want something that's a bit more of an investment, why not invite them out for dinner? Go out for dinner together somewhere, dress up, go somewhere you both really love or you've really wanted to go for ages. Treat it like a date. Take your friendship on a date and treat it beautifully. Indulge yourselves in a way that feels wonderful and sit and talk and do not go to a restaurant where they say you've only got 90 minutes on the table. Find somewhere where you can luxuriate in the conversation and the time you're spending together. So there are a few ideas. You may already have thought of those. You may have tried them. You may not. There is a full list over on the blog, 12 ideas of things you can do to nurture your female friendships. The link is in the show notes, so head on over. So I just want to wish you a very happy International Women's Day. I hope that you'll take time today to think about the women who move, challenge, support, love you. It's not all friends. Sometimes it's people we have different relationships, managers, mentors, parents, grandparents, neighbours, family friends, people who won't necessarily realise how much they mean to you and the difference they make in your life. But for today, I just want to encourage you to think about your female friends and thank them and invest in them and tell them you love them without feeling silly or embarrassed about it because everyone loves to hear that, especially when it's deeply meant and significant and meaningful. So my friends... Happy International Women's Day. International? International Women's Day. I hope you've celebrated and I hope that this podcast has given you some food for thought. Until next time, take good care.
If you enjoyed this podcast from Inside the Hive by Quiet the Hive, then please leave us a five-star rating or drop us any comments in the box below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Any comments or ratings you give us all help other people who would benefit from the content to find us. Thanks so much.